All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Batch Talk. You guys are probably not used to hearing me this early on in the week, just because I upload so late. Not so late, like maybe like a few days after the episode airs. But guys, this is going up early. You're probably not used to seeing me on your on your podcast feed so soon, but here we are. So, I mean, let's just get right into it. Another solid episode. I'm loving this season, honestly. I feel like I haven't been so excited about a season in so long. I mean, we had we had Peters before, you know, obviously a dud. <laughs> Peter was almost as annoying as the girls in the group. Then we had Hannah Brown. I was not a Hannah Brown fan at all. I just think she's very, very immature. Um, who did we have before Hannah? Colton. That was an okay season. But he was so obsessed with Cassie and I feel like it was so obvious. And then before Colton, we had, I think we had Becca. That was another all right season. Kind of boring, but it was all right. But that's it. That's We've only gotten all right seasons. You know, I feel like I'm genuinely so into this epi- these episodes this season. And I get really excited <laughs> when Tuesday comes around. And that hasn't happened in a while. Or maybe it's just quarantine. Like, there's just nothing else going on. So, of course, I have to get overly excited about a TV show. <laughs> but anyways, okay. All right. So, let's just get into it. So... Last episode, we left off with the end of the group date cocktail party. Um, Taisha had given Noah the rose, the group date rose, after he had crashed their boxing date. So it's the next morning, the morning after the group date, and there's definitely tension between Noah and some of the other guys in the house. Ben is still frustrated that he didn't get any time with Taisha last night. And then eventually they're all, you know, just laying out, sitting around the pool, and Chris Harrison joins them. So the guys who were not on the group date the night before, so that would be Zach, Kenny, Bennett, Blake, Riley, Ivan, and Damar, they get the opportunity to compete for a one-on-one date with Taisha by writing a love song. So they go off, they're writing their love songs. And an hour later, they're performing their songs in front of Tasha. You know, Bennett's rapping couldn't really save him, um, but Ivan's song does get him the one-on-one date with Tasha. So later that night, Ivan joins Tasha at her suite. They're having a very chill one-on-one date. They're ordering room service. They're drinking wine. They're having pillow fights. They're playing games. It's just a very overall chill date where they're getting to know each other. And Ivan is just crushing on Tasha so hard. I feel like you can just tell by the look in his face. And just like he's he's crushing. He's crushing hard. Also, did anybody else notice the time when he was ordering room service? So he's like on the phone and there's a clock, like an alarm, alarm clock next to him. It is 11.22 p.m. They start... Well, first of all, that's not fair that he only gets, like, a couple of hours. Like, one-on-one dates are usually, you know, like, a day portion of the day and then the evening portion. It seems like he just got the evening portion of the day. But whatever, that's a whole different story. But they have a whole day to film this TV show and their date didn't start until 11 (laughs) p.m. 
<laughs> I just feel like that's a little crazy. Like you had all day, like give him a little more time, not start a date at 11 p.m. Anyway, so back with the other guys, the group date card arrives and Noah's name is not called. So Noah was not originally on the boxing date. He crashes the boxing date. I assume he fully expected to be on this date as well, but his name is not called. So after his name is not called, he expresses that he's upset about it. He just wished that he would have gotten to be on both group dates and he just wishes he would have gotten more time. Bennett does call him out on it, says, you know, that's that's a little greedy. And especially because Noah already has a rose. So he he crashed their date and ended up getting the rose. So, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that he would have wanted more time with Tasha, But also, like, let's give the other guys an opportunity. That makes that makes sense. So, yeah, Noah is definitely stepping on some toes in the house. He's being a little greedy with his time there. So, back with Tasha and Ivan. They're getting to know each other. They're having some important conversations. They start by talking about the dynamics of their, their families. Ivan goes as far as, like, oh, my parents are going to love you. Like, he just knows he's going to he's going to get to take Tasha home and introduce her to his family. He also shares his experience with his brother being in prison and something that we don't get to see on The Bachelorette, like at all. They both reflect and they get really emotional, um, basically about being black in America in 2020. You know, we've had all these protests, all these social injustices, and, you know, they're getting emotional. They they bring up George Floyd's name. I just feel like we don't ever get that like current like real like real life on a reality show I'm not making any sense but you know they opened a lot it was just it was really real that's like the best way I can describe it for the bachelorette it was just the most open and serious and real that we've gotten on the show since Kaylin opening up about her sexual assault on Colton season I feel like it was just, it was just very real. That's literally the only way I can describe it. But I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I love that scene. I love Tayshia and Ivan. I stan. I love them. I love him. And she does too. (laughs) They just seem very comfortable with each other. And she gives him the group date rose and they finish off the date by looking at Tayshia's baby pictures. But yeah, that scene was just, it was really... It was, I mean, it was powerful. It was powerful to watch. It was, it, it was, (laughs) I hate to use the word real again, but that's exactly what it was. You know, it was very current. It was very, whatever. Just know I loved it. So anyways, so it's the next day. It's time for the next group date. We have two of Tasha's friends join the the date. Uh, Becca Kufrin, former bachelorette, and Sydney from Colton Season. They joined the date. Now, this was actually a really fun date. Um, they split the guys into pairs, and the guys are going on a scavenger hunt throughout the resort, and they're hunting for dares. And they must complete these dares, and they must document themselves completing these dares. So the challenges or the dares include having to chug gross smoothies. Some of them had, like, cow intestines or something like that it was i mean it was pretty gross it had some gross stuff in there 
Um, another challenge was searching for Chris Harrison and having him autograph a part of their body. And then the best one, they had to fake an <laughs> they had to fake an orgasm, you know, on the phone that intercoms throughout the entire resort for a whole minute, for an entire minute. So the entire resort got to hear this, including the I say the entire resort, like if it's full of people, there's literally no one else there but them. But the guys that weren't on the day that were back at, I keep saying back at the house because I'm used to them being in the mansion, but they're all in the same resort. But anyways, the guys back in their, in their hub or whatever, they, they really enjoy that. They got to hear their fake orgasms for a minute straight. There was what, like six or eight guys on that day. That's like six to eight minutes of orgasms. Jesus. Anyways. So the guys really enjoyed that. And lastly, the last dare, they have to eat an entire habanero. habanero. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's called, habanero. Uh, but I'll say how they said it on the show. Habanero, pepper, and fake proposed cetacea. So they're like panting, they're sweating. You know, they just had an entire pepper. They're trying not to cry the whole time. But overall, there were some pretty solid, sweet proposals from the guys, especially for Bennett. I, I loved Bennett. I think everybody loves Bennett. <laughs> so the evening portion of the day is the truth part of the truth or dare date. So Bennett opens up about his, his past engagement. So he said that proposed or fake proposing to Tasha was like kind of really real for him because he's been through that. Um, Tasha asks Blake what his ex is would warn her about Blake said he has pretty good relationship with his exes she asks Riley if he would be able to prioritize family over his work you know she knows that he's really into his work she asks tomorrow she asks tomorrow what his worst fear about marriage is asks Zach what his she asks him about like his shyness and what scares him about marriage and they have their little moment in the hot tub so lots and lots and lots and lots of truths for the evening portion of the day. They get really real during this, during the evening. And she ends up giving the group date rose to Zach. So back at the house, that's not the house. That's like their hub, whatever. Um, back at the guys, part of the resort, Ben is stressed. Now we remember from the boxing day, he was waiting towards the end of the evening to grab Tasha to talk to her and before he knew it the date was over and he did not get to talk to Tasha. So you can tell he's stressed that he didn't get to have any time with her on the group date. So he plans on heading over to Tasha's suite after the group date. But little does he know that Ed is planning the exact same thing. So Ed, it looks like they're both headed <laughs> to Tasha's at the same time, but Ed ends up knocking it on knocking on Chris Harrison's door thinking that it was Tasha's room but he ends up having a drink with Chris Harrison while Ben is having his time with Tasha. He starts off with apologizing. He knows that she was disappointed in him and he explains that he really expected to have time at the end of the night and she ends up forgiving him. He tells her he'll be the first one to grab her tomorrow night and probably every night after that, like he learned his lesson, he needs to, he needs to jump at the opportunity of time with Tasha. And of course, right in the middle of their night, right in the middle of their kiss, 
there's a knock on her door and room service arrives. I'm sure we all thought it was Ed because I sure did. <laughs> so it's the following night. It's time for the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. And the tension with Noah and the guys, it's its still there. It's still high. So going into the night, Noah, Ivan, and Zach are the three guys that are going into the cocktail party with roses. And just like he had said the night before, Ben is the first one to grab Tasha. And all the guys saw it coming. They probably all saw how he had been stressing about this since their group date. But that... They didn't know that he had snuck off to Tasha's room the night before. So here comes peak drama of the of the episode. So during Noah's time with Tasha during the cocktail party, he brings up that when he jumped the fence, he knew that it was going to bother the rest of the guys. And he brings up how the rest of the guys are saying that she just kind of gave Noah the rose for show kind of just to start drama because I don't know he had like proved himself because he jumped the fence or something and Noah kind of told her that they're basically questioning her integrity that she says she's looking for a husband yet she's giving Noah a rose so obviously it upsets her a lot and who knows we haven't seen any of this so it could be the truth or and we just haven't seen it or it could be just Noah starting, Noah wanting to start shit with the other guys in the house. It could just be that. So Tasha's obviously upset. She walks in there, gathers all the guys in one room to address it. She's basically telling them that she's not doing anything for drama. And if they're questioning her integrity, she will gladly walk them out. She cancels the rest of the cocktail party. She says she'll see them at the rose ceremony. She kind of just mic drops and walks off. And the guys are obviously confused, like, whoa, where did this come from? And they're questioning who was with her last. And Noah, it looked like he kind of didn't want to speak up. But Noah does speak up that it was him. He does tell the, tells them what he said. And the guys are just kind of shocked because he never brought that up with them. Instead of approaching the guys with the issue, he immediately, he kind of just ran to Tasha with the issue without letting the guys know that he had an issue. And he just single-handedly ruined the night for the rest of the guys. And if they didn't hate him now, I'm sure they, I'm sure they do now. <laughs> if they didn't hate him before, I'm sure they do now. So, rose ceremony happens. Joe, so Joe is the um, man bun, Dr. Joe. Kenny, boy band manager, Kenny. Chasen, we know Chasen from the Ed and Chasen drama, and Jordan. We didn't really get to see much of Jordan, um, but so those four guys do not receive a rose, and that's the end of the episode. So I feel like we haven't ended a Bachelorette episode with a rose ceremony in the longest time. Like it always just leaves off in the middle of a day or at the end of the day, but we haven't gotten a rose ceremony ending in a long time. It seems like, but. Anyway, so from the teaser, I gathered that next week there will be a Bennett and Noah two-on-one. It seems like there's still a lot of tension going on. And Bennett just 
I hope Bennett stays. I hope Noah goes home and Bennett stays. Honestly, the from the little previews, it kind of gave me like Taylor Nolan and Corinne vibes. I, I don't know. I feel like Bennett was acting like this very smart guy against this like little kid, Noah. This immature little kid, which was like kind of how Taylor was treating Corinne. Just like kind of belittling him. But yeah, anyway, so we're definitely going to get to see that next week. But what a solid episode once again. I'm just, I'm loving the season. I mean, we've obviously got to have, you know, the petty man drama. We always, we always see that. We always get it. We're always going to get it. You know, you got to make a TV show. But it's just overall such a great group of guys. tasha has been great. The guys have been great. And I've just really been loving it. Also, it's so weird that I I don't think we heard Spencer's name this entire episode. <laughs> After he just, you know, he was such a hot commodity in the beginning, you know, starting, starting shit with the guys. And now he's just kind of there. He's letting Noah take, he's letting Noah take the reins on the most hated guy in the house. But yeah. Another solid episode. All right. And now for the only news in Bachelor Nation this entire week. Congratulations to Caitlin Bristow and her partner, Artem. They took home the Mirrorball Trophy on Monday night's finale of Dancing with the Stars. So Dancing with the Stars now has back-to-back winners from, from Bachelor Nation. Last year, Hannah Brown and her partner, Alan, took home the trophy and now Caitlin Artem won the competition this past Monday. So congratulations to them. Bachelor Nation always comes through. I'm voting for these competitions. So congratulations to them. That's huge. Of course, we got some cute social media content from Caitlin's boyfriend, Jason Tardig. Jason, if you remember, was on Becca's season of The Bachelor Bachelorette. And, of course, being supportive, being encouraging, as always. He's very proud of his girlfriend. And if you remember, this was a long time coming for Caitlyn. She was originally supposed to do it, I think, after her season of The Bachelorette. And then it got taken away from her. And this past summer, Chris Harrison asked her if she'd like to join Dancing with the Stars. So this has been a dream of hers. This has been a long time coming. And she really, really, really wanted to win this. So... Of course, very well-deserved, and congratulations to Caitlin. Guys, that's that's literally it. When I tell you I looked and I looked, and there's just not a whole lot going on. But that's all right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, like I always say, I know there's a ton of Bachelor podcasts out there, and just a few of you guys that decide to tune in every week. I mean, that means so much to me. Uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're from the States. Um, and yeah, rate, review, subscribe, do, do, do whatever. <laughs> and again, thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye.